Timmy Doom. I also have Trenchcoat Mafia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, welcome to Podcast Next West. Yeah, yeah, that's getting old, don't you think? No, it's funny every time, I think. <clears throat> Today's episode, we're reviewing an issue of Mad Magazine from the 70s. Oh. No, you wish we were. We're actually reviewing crazy. Oh, oh, I was. Uh, At least we're not reviewing sick. <laughs> so be worse. Why were we reviewing somebody's vomit or what's or somebody's flu? Sick was worse than mad. Sick and uh, what was the other one? Cracked. <laughs> They both sucked. First of all, what is a sick? Nobody ever heard of that. How could you compare it to crack when at least we knew what crack is? Okay. Uh, it decimated a black community in the set. I mean, no, it's a <laughs> crack is a. Actually, we reading crack now. C R O. Oh, crazy. I'm sorry. Wait, isn't that Sylvester in the back on this cover of this magazine? <laughs> what is up with these? Know who their mascot is supposed to be. <laughs> what? Oh, wait a minute. Hold up a second. I'm. Uh, <laughs> I was about to scroll into. You know, we're going to review a story from Crazy Magazine, a mad knockoff. Uh, if you wonder what crazy is, what sick is, what Trinco Mafia is talking about. First of all, he's old. <laughs> Second of all, <laughs> it's like when you go to the store and you want cornflakes. Or a can of uh, uh, what you call it, the Libby's corn, but instead your mama gets the corn that has a white label with black letters that say corn on it, or cornflakes a white box. So That's- crazy is the generic version of mad. Yes, and while I was, I'm gonna skip this cover because they're not worthy, but I was trying to scroll through to the story that we're gonna review from issue number eight. No, 14. Wait, whatever issue this is. You got the one with Serpico on the cover? Yes. Okay, yeah. Harlan Ellison wrote a letter. I didn't read it yet. I'm about to read this right now. <laughs> if you want to go to the letters page. I can't believe Why the fuck was Harlan Ellison writing in the crazy? I know it was the 70s <laughs> and crazy was new and everything. But why would you grace your name on the pages of crazy Harlan. He didn't wow. have anything better to do. <laughs> he need to have been writing a novel. 
Motherfucker only wrote. He never even wrote a novel. He only wrote like seventeen thousand short stories. But he never wrote a fucking novel except for a boy and his dog. And you may call that a novella. You son of a bitch. <laughs> but it was a good movie. No, it was sexist. It, it was, was funny. <laughs> it, was just... it ended with the dog eating the girl. It was a happy ending. Let me uh, read this letter from Harlan Ellison, the crazy magazine in whatever, 1970-something. Dear Crazy, I'm trying to read it in his voice. If you thought I was going to get upset and angry at the spoof of the Star Lost, oh, the Star Lost, you know what that is, right? I never heard of that until I read this letter. (laughs) Wait, okay. And this is your first time reading this letter, right? I read it when I read the comic magazine. (laughs) Oh, you mean, oh. So a few days ago. It's uh, but you do you know what it is now, or you still don't know what it is? Nope, no idea. You even care to Wikipedia? Anyway, it's <laughs> a TV. Apparently, a, TV. a bad TV show. Yeah, that he started, but it was based off of his idea. But he disowned it once it got on the air because all he did was write it, and he said it was too far from his, um, you know, his ideas. So he caught he put the name on the Alan Smithy or Cord Winter Burn Bird, which is the alias for somebody who doesn't want their name on something. And uh, that in Hollywood, and cured. I saw it back in the '90s when I was a Harlan Ellison fan. I found the tapes, and yeah, it would look pretty bad and boring. But it was, I guess, it was just about a city in outer space. But it had Kira Dolia was the lead character, the guy from two thousand one. Yeah. And anyway, he said, I guess they did a spoof of it. I don't know why. Oh, a, st- a magazine nobody cares about talking about a show that nobody cared about. And he said, if you thought I was going to get upset and angry at your spoof of the Star Loss you included in your July issue, clearly you have been living in some frozen tundra land and have missed my endless and 80 decibel complaints about what was done to a perfectly workable TV concept by card-carrying brain-damaged cases. For a half a year, I watched in- inept Mediocres, thieves, <laughs> hydrocephalics, whatever that is, gut my series. I've written whole tracks on it, for Christ's sakes. Angry, upset. Not in your pseudonym, baby. I loved it. I fact, think my- hydrocephalics are people who have water on the brain. <laughs> in fact, I love... In fact, my compliments to Mara, Roy, and Gene. Lovely Steve Gerber. He where he lovely at? <laughs> not, in, not in his writing. Terrific, Robert Graysmith, and even poor old Stan. Who the hell is Robert Graysmith? I don't know. It sounds like a, you know, a distinguished author to me. That with a name like that. Anyway, he's probably the artist. By the way, are they letting him... <laughs> he said, even poor old Stan. By the way, are they letting him have visitors yet? I'm not sure what he mean by that. Probably some smart-ass comment. For the only full-out, unrestrained belly laughs I had in weeks, in the day-to-day nickel-and-dime madness we charismatic celebrities have to suffer, he said, scuffing his toe on a cow flop 
your parody was a bright solar star of joy. I'm only sorry it didn't go on for about five more pages. Please send a copy to Ben Bova at Analog. He suffered along with me. Thanks again for the delightful sidebar. And then they could probably kiss his ass in this. Harley Nelson is a big TV, <laughs> is a big shot TV and science fiction writer. In his latest movie, A Boy and His Dog, with Don Johnson, who will go on to do better things than Miami Vice, which was previewed at the science fiction convention mentioned above, will soon be coming to neighborhood theaters. And y'all are not going to see it, are you? No, you're not. The title may be changed by the time you see it. It wasn't, unfortunately. But if you like... What you like, would what you is, have called it? I don't know. Not a boy in his... <laughs> I guess I don't have a problem with... Well, no, I, I know what I call it. A sexist mess of a movie which <laughs> have no idea what post-apocalyptic... What was sexist so, about it? Um, well, a lot of feminists didn't like the ending where he get rid of his girlfriend by killing her, choosing between her and a dog, and he chose a dog. Of course. The dog was his best friend. The title may be changed. This is some more ass kissing from him. The title may be... But if you like two life Walt Disney animal movies, you'll hate this one. On the other hand, oh, leaving the vociferous Mr. Ellison and his talking dog behind, let's move on to another letter nobody cares about. All right, that was kind of interesting, I guess. <laughs> well, uh, oh, I know why Howard Nelson read that because <laughs> this probably was around. This is probably just after the time when Marvel straight up stole his story, one of his stories. Oh, I think it was, it, it was your boy Bill Mantlo. <laughs> That's <laughs> no, no, your boy, <laughs> and the, it, it was, that was years later. Oh, okay. Really? Okay. Oh, <laughs> which I'm like, which story did he steal? He stole a couple of stories too. Soldier. Okay, and <laughs> that was originally an episode of Outer Limits. Outer Limits. Uh, I can't pronounce it. Outer Limits, and Mantlo just stole the whole story. Okay, so it was Mantlo and not anybody else. Yep. Damn, and that's the second story because he stole another story. So somebody else, uh, I think Art Adams or something. No, somebody wrote a treatment, and 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 Bill pulled it out the desk and liked it, and used it. I mean, or and kind of forgot that, you know, he worked, he reworked it and put his name on it. Well, I can't think of. At least Bill Mantlo got what was coming to him. Man, that's not. If you mean his brain damage accident, that's not funny, man. Come on. <laughs> Listen, oh, Harlan Ellison, anyway, because of that, Harlan Ellison got every Marvel comic for free forever for life. I don't know if that still goes on, but that's what he, as you said, that's what he got. Uh, the settlement. I'm like, damn. <laughs> if he got every Marvel comic in the early 90s, that was more of a punishment. <laughs> I know he got all that shit in his house. He's like, I can't get rid of that shit. You seen? I don't know if you've seen that documentary with his house in it. That motherfucker. <laughs> he got a lot of shit in that house. A lot of books and shit. Okay. Uh, anyway, and that's in. And I read this parody of a police story. Now I want you to see the T show. After, oh, Casper. Oh, damn. We doing Casper first. Okay. Yeah, this is an offensive story from the sh- from the comic book. Probably why it was shut down. 
What's offensive about it? They call it the dead baby. Casper the dead baby instead of the friendly ghost or some some kind of other parody of friendly ghost. Like that's supposed to be funny. A dead baby is not funny. Yes, it is. And besides, he ain't know. And they, and they just wanted to be shocking. You can tell because Casper wasn't a baby when he died in the story. Caspar, however you want to pronounce his name. But a he, dead baby is funnier than a dead little boy. Anyway, well, actually, they could have. That sounds even better because it's like a Richie Rich, the little rich, poor little rich boy, and Casper, the little dead boy. That sounds better instead of trying to be shocking, Mara Wolfman. Just go ahead and. <laughs> and You're a hero. Well, well <laughs> anyway, that's your boy because he did the Teen Titans. Anyway, on the cover. Back when the Teen Titans. Titans were actually good. Okay, he's just saying that I'd be curmudgeon. I'm sure he likes a lot of Teen Titans of the modern age. No, the Teen Titans sucked after they killed Terra, which they never should have done because she was sexy. She was evil and she had to go. <sighs> so it had to come to a head somewhere. Either she died or once or bunch of teen titans would would have to die from that battle. Okay. Kill Raven. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a good comic. Remember he was he was like a barbarian dude on a uh, from Marvel comic. That was a Marvel comic, not a DC comic. You see what I did there? Do you see what I did there? I get no appreciation. You know what? F nope. you. <laughs> and the Raven does seem to be like a non-character cuz I was thinking about that nobody really champions her. As a, like say, oh, I love Raven character. I love like she's just there. The fans don't seem to really grasp on her. People love Starfire. They love Nightwing. Maybe even there's a, even a couple of this appreciation for Cyborg, but he was in the live action Smallville, but no love for Raven. I, I Raven sucked. Even Danny Chase was better. Okay, uh, Danny Chase was a little, uh, a little snotty nosed bastard. <laughs> okay, who thought who, who was too good? Oh, and the fans demanded that he be gone. That's how much <laughs> a good character he was, and that's what the fans hated him. They mean. always killed the good Titans, <laughs> like Danny Chase and Cole. Uh, before we say who Cole is, because I don't know who that is. Then Kara said Danny Chase was one of his favorite Marvel, I mean, favorite characters, comic book characters. Who um, said that? I topped the fourth wall, Then Kara. So I'm surprised at that. And Oh, yeah, but I guess the appeal be about Danny. Well, they, he's an asshole, but he still is a good guy. He sacrificed himself for the team. And uh, that's kind of like, uh, what's his face? Uh, What's that boy's name? Damien. Damien. He reminds me of Damien. Because they both are little brats. And they think they're smarter than everybody else. Well, of course Damien's a little brat. Look at who his father is. (laughs) No, he was raised mostly by his mother. And that's... um, Both his mother and his father was in The Dark Knight Rises, a horrible movie. Uh, so moving on to Casper, the dead baby. I'm gonna try to. I'm. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna stop getting off these tangents. 
I will stop right now. On the cover of Casper, the Casper, the friendly ghost, which is actually the dead in this story, dead baby. He there's a funeral with a you know with the baby the the baby's already buried, but there's flowers and stuff. You know how you see on top of a funeral casket, uh, and everybody's standing around sad because the baby's dead. But then he's flying out of the grave. That's macabre. That's wrong. That's oh. <laughs> can't believe it. Don't you like horror comics? Uh, yeah, but this is talking about dead babies as a joke. This is a horror comedy comic. No, this ain't. This is crazy. It's supposed to be parodies. It's not supposed to be. Even what the, a, the Harvey Jack in the Box is dead here in the corner. Yeah, and it, what's the and the, and this horrid and this is not a horror comics. It's horrid comics, but yeah, this is horrid to have. Um, oh, it's <laughs> to have Casper as a dead baby. It says abhorred by the comical code authority. That's kind of funny. I, I give him that. All right. On the inside, uh, Casper and Wendy. I'm just going to call them by their real names. Who is supposed to be Wendy the Witch, the Friendly Witch, or whatever her title is. Wendy the, the Good Little Witch. Okay. <laughs> they walk into the Disney-like forest. And she uh, <laughs> she was like, oh, the Casper, I always wonder how you became a ghost. Did you die of some kind of incurable disease or something? <laughs> like, well, why do you got which yeah, I wonder. You know, we always probably always wondered that when watching the cartoons as a kid. Did you? I never gave it a second thought. <laughs> Did you, don't I thought you had as a mind as a kid a, a kind of a twisted mind, or and and that's not even twisted. That's a normal question. It's like is Casper the ghost? Who was he? You you never you had no imagination when you was a kid. No curiosity about that. Not in the least. No. Did you like Casper the cartoon? Uh, I tolerated it. Actually, some of my first comics were like Caspers and stuff. What do you mean tolerated? When you were five and four, you had that liked it. It was okay. Made me sick. (laughs) Okay, what did you like at five and four? Whether it be TV, comics, anything, what did you like? Star Trek. Okay, that's a goddamn lie. Ain't no toddler... Or just above a toddler gonna be watching Captain Kirk and them trying to decipher their adventures and it what was they mean. on every Rock. weeknight at six o'clock though. So but I that would got that would turn oh, used wait, wait. I was watching PBS when I was that age. Sesame Street, Electric Company. I watched that too. Oh yeah. Electric Company and Zoom and even okay, but- I always hated Mr. Rogers, though. Why? Because that was my favorite. An obvious gay pedophile. <laughs> but we were only five. We didn't know what he seemed like, and we, he in real life he was not that. But go ahead. Somehow <laughs> I knew that anyway. <laughs> and how you know he wasn't? Because he was a sniper in Vietnam who killed gooks from a <laughs> hundred feet away, and then he came into civilian life. And became this Mr. This super and nice Mr. Rogers. And then he wanted to be our neighbor, our neighbor, but you knew what he really meant by that. Um, he wasn't a pedophile. It was Mr. McFeely, the postal guy on the show. He was the pedophile. Okay, now 
getting back to the story, <laughs> they go into a long, drawn-out story about abuse of when Casper was alive. His dad was a goddamn abusive asshole. Who? Oh, and and we think that we I think they're trying to give misdirection there at the zoo, and Casper, the little boy, is pointing at the lion. He said, "Daddy, can you show me how to make the lion growl?" Were we supposed to think that the lion was going to eat him at this point? And that was how he died. Uh, why did they have the cage so close uh, to everybody? <laughs> I know. <laughs> the bar is even close up to the cage. Oh, speaking of that, it's a, I want to give a moment of silence. Actually, I shouldn't be doing this because it's about a real baby. But well, no, you. Are, I will give a, a moment of silence. This is serious. It was like a month ago. I was, it was in the news for just that day where a woman went to the zoo. I forgot where it was, New Jersey or somewhere, with her little baby. And she got eaten by a lion? No, it was by, I forgot what it was, by dogs, like these jackals. She dropped it into the, she put the baby up on a rail to see, and then it fell into the cage or the pit. And the dogs jumped on it. That's what happens. No, that's not what happens. You shouldn't put your baby on a rail. And plus, the, there should have been more guarding. I mean, protected than that. Than that, if it falls off. Well, in Courtney's neck of the woods, didn't some dingoes eat a baby for real? <laughs> yeah, that was years ago, decades ago. Uh, so it happens. Sad. No, actually, they, they, that mother probably killed that child. They said they found the baby's clothes folded up, nice and neat, and and but the baby was gone. Anyway, Courtney is neck of the woods. Anyway, <laughs> he, he the father tells his son, "Shut up, brat! Your mother and I are having a fight." <laughs> and she says, "Oh, fight! We're just talking about your father's many girlfriends." And and I don't hate to do what Casper is all hat, where the kids are always smiling even though the, everybody else around them is miserable. And the fathers yelling at the mother, saying we wouldn't have even had him if you hadn't forgotten your pills. And he's singing. The baby is singing. Oh, what a beautiful morning! Oh, what a, yeah, oh. it's time for him to die. <laughs> and he's sitting there on the couch just watching his parents fight. This is, this is. Did they take this from my childhood at the time? Anyway, he said. She said, "They at home. He's drinking, and they're fighting, and just saying the normal things parents yell at." So it's back to that, huh? Well, I'm sorry I ever married you. I could have had my choice of any man, smart mouth. Yeah, that's my parents. Somebody, my heart Wolfman. Did you know my parents? <laughs> you son of a bitch, taking our story. Except for the part about Casper dying, that's different from my life. But uh, he says, I'm fed up, Winifred. Here's to the five years of wedded misery. And then he signs her. Decks her. No, hold up. This is no, this is unnecessary. <laughs> why it's can't they? Funny. Just, no, why can't they have the regular stuff in cartoons where they're doing, she's doing dishes at him and she got a rolling pin and he's, you know, and he's throwing. Something at her and it misses. Domestic violence in comics has been forever. What about Andy 
cap, is it called? The comic strip? Even Gasoline Alley, Jigs and Maggie fought. So Yeah, fought, not her getting decked out. This woman got punched, and she gets smashed, her head into the refrigerator. She's laying on the ground. Her head is smashed in the refrigerator. There's a dent in the refrigerator, and she's knocked knocked out fucking cold. She got big titties, though. But this <laughs> this is where um, Gail Simone got her woman in refrigerators uh, title from, and this is what she was talking about in comics was this scene. This is more of a woman <laughs> in <a> refrigerator. <laughs> he knocked her so hard, her flip-flop came off. This is not acceptable. It's Our, funny, though. I'm, it's not. It ain't funny. You didn't laugh just now. You just, you you said it's funny. You didn't. There's no the natural laugh. Panel where he decks her in the face is hilarious. <sighs> Trench Even Mafia. the father is laughing at it her. Does not reflect. Boom. <laughs> he said, "So you're no longer needed around here, Bimbo. I'm a free man. A free man." <laughs> and, then, and then he said. And Casper saying, "Yeah, you're not any fun at all. I think I watch TV instead." Yeah, he's an asshole. His mother getting his ass, her ass whooped, and he's <laughs> watching. TV. What's he supp- supposed to do? Call the police? Well, she's about to do it, and she oh, she's calling her lawyer. She's got a black eye. I'm surprised and they didn't get knocked out one of her teeth. <laughs> this is not. This is, and for some reason they drew centipedes <laughs> running by her leg. That's weird. The whole thing is weird. You got a dent in the refrigerator door. Who does? How does that happen? Uh, that reminds me. Did you see Human Centipede Two, the no, sequel? And I'm not going to. It's almost as good as the first one. Everybody agrees that those movies are garbage, especially Part Two. Mike Myers liked it. Well, he likes everything. This is no, what doesn't like Aquaman he, when it was bad, so that's one thing he didn't like. When was Aquaman ever bad? When Kurt Busick was writing it, but that's not what he didn't like. He didn't like the other guy after him, okay, who I can't even remember. Okay, damn, that's that's an obscure thing that, that he didn't like that you remember. Well, probably because you remember because he likes everything else. Uh, and okay, and they got a you know they got a garbage can with a bunch of liquor bottles and beer cans in it. She calling, she's calling the lawyer. He take the phone away from her, and they arguing and screaming. And, and he says, "Give me that phone, you lousy slut." This is unex. <laughs> it just gets funnier and funnier. You know what? Between this, and- good for Marv Wolf- Wolfman. You know what? Nobody was reading this at the time. That's how come they didn't get any feedback or any controversy. Nobody. I don't think anybody. Arnold Ellison was reading it. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, because he's getting free Marvel for life. And Casper said, "Mommy, Daddy, TV busted." <laughs> and oh, she said, "Look, Wendell, it's not. Let's not argue in front of the KID, bitch. <laughs> you already done everything else in front of her, him. But he, she. First of all, you spelling out kid as if he's not gonna get it. Well, actually, he's not getting it. He's not being paying attention. 
And their father says, uh, I'm not sure he is mine. I hate his... (laughs) Probably not. I hate his Knowing that slut. No, he's not a slut. The Casper looks just like him. And he said, I hate his little stinking guts. And he's back. Ah! (laughs) This is not funny. He backhands Casper and his head goes... And his head goes right into the TV. This is hilarious. Okay, do y'all see... Don't you think anything is funny? Do y'all see what I have to deal with? I think the audience is shocked and horrified right now that you're laughing at this abuse. A woman was punched in her mouth by her husband, her knocked her teeth out. She's got a black eye. And he's basically he's an alcoholic who's abusing his family. He backhanded a kid into the T V set, which reminds me of Friday thirteenth part uh no no. Nightmare on Elm Street three, where Freddie put that girl's head to a TV. It's, it's prime time, bitch. And that then, was actually a good sequel. That was a lot better than two. Two sucked. Actually, I just saw a review for two, and the story seemed like it's pretty good. At the time, I remember hating it, but uh, I think I need to watch that again. It looks like it's got a good storyline. I don't see what was that bad about two, but everybody hates that. Watch it again. You'll remember. <laughs> then she pulls out a knife. At least she's going to buy the fight, by the kick ass back. She said, "You, that's it, you lousy creep. I won't let you touch one hair on Casper's head. Too late. He's his, <laughs> his head, he put his head through a TV set. The kid is hanging out the television. He said, touch his head while I rip off every last hair of his stinking head of his. And, it, and Casper, oh, he's still alive, Casper. Oh, he murders the mother. <laughs> you skipped over. He breaks a bottle in her face, which is funny. And then he stabs and kills her, which is hilarious. I've been waiting for this moment, Winifred. Waiting for ever since your father forced me into marrying you because of that rotten kid. Uh, wait a minute. This is... How could any of this just... He think this is funny when all it is is abuse. He's beating up his wife. He bashes her with a bottle. He stabs her to death and murder. That's a... Probably. Because Marie Severin does a great job drawing this in a humorous way. How could what I don't see is how could they think that child abuse and domestic violence and murder is funny? It's murder. entertainment. Nobody ever found that fun. Nobody ever made a joke about that in no other movies or you know, or no mainstream movie, so we know it's not. And and this comic book goes to kids. Yes, they did. Natural born killers. Didn't you see that? Okay, well that's Oliver Stone and his sick ass. I'll talk. <laughs> but this is a kids comic. How could they think that just domestic violence is funny? Not approved by the comics code, though. Anyway, it's <laughs> the mother's lying in her blood, dead. Ah. Uh. And Casper got out of the TV, but he's got glass shards in his head and face. It just gets funnier and funnier. This is not funny. This is horrible. <laughs> okay. This seems like an anthology series for who Casper, you know, how he died, but not a horror anthology series at that. Not a, a humor comic. I don't get it. You're the only one who finds this shit funny. There's stuff like this funny. Now it's only a matter of moments before I get rid of him, too. And Casper is still clueless, saying, Hi, Daddy. 
why 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 do they have character why do they make him clueless like that because he's stupid <laughs> and then there's a picture of Casper in front of his father with glass shards already in his head and his dad got a knife and says prepare to perish stink face this is your last moment alive bye daddy <laughs> see I can't you believe you can't say this isn't funny I don't understand <laughs> and then we you know come back to the present he's telling Wendy so that's Wendy's ghost horse but this is a parody of a they can't induce all those elements into it come on mm. I don't even believe she has a horse because I think you made that shit up nightmare Oh, get it? Anyway, he says, you know, I'm sure that's the oldest joke in the book. Casper said, you know, in the present day, he's telling Wendy, that's the story, Wendy. My dad murdered me, then called the police and said, a madman killed my mom and me. What kind of police work is that? Okay, first of all, the, the, the spouse is always the first one to be suspected. And all the evidence that had to be on the scene, no evidence of a break-in or anything like that. Anyway, I guess we have to suspend our disbelief. We are listening to a talking ghost anyway, after all. So, yeah, you couldn't get away. You know who was a good Harvey Comics character? Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Why do you think that? Despite the horrible TV show. Just ignore that. The comic was good. (laughs) How? Wait a minute. How is that her... Her, the way, you know, the story set up of all those Sabrina stories any different from Archie and the rest of his... Some Archie comics were better than, than others, like Josie and the Pussycats. Oh, I know why you like it, just because it had more girls in it, more young, underage. Probably. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> uh, Wendy said, that's, gee, that's not a very nice story, Casper. No shit, bitch. And this is about the death, uh, the early death of a baby. I mean, how how would it be a nice story? And I don't like the fact that I, they took too much away from this looking like Casper. I don't like. And the they fact. have a squirrel eating a bird here. Oh yeah, I like that touch. <laughs> a Disney-fied squirrel eating a bird. I, I like that. Oh, you like that? But <laughs> you don't don't like the child abuse. You can't even compare that. The bird was already dead. He's not killing the bird. The bird was already gone. He probably fell out the tree or something. And he's going to not waste. And that's nature. Animals, you know, animals eating other animals. This here is foul. This story is wrong. And as I was saying, what, oh, did you have anything to say to that? Because I got something to say about Casper. But, yeah, Wendy... Brings up a good point. Gosh, haven't you ever thought about getting revenge? revenge. So good for her. That sounds swell, but how do I get it, Wendy? Oh, oh he did say that his dad went off and got got off scot free, and uh, he, he had his mom. He had his mom's money. You know, his mother was rich. How is his mother rich? But anyway, I can't. He got all my mom's money and a brand new beautiful girlfriend. <laughs> a brand, <laughs> a brand new beautiful girl. He said it like she was a a a, a car or some kind of, you know, a material item, 
Well, women are just commodities, so yeah. And why didn't he think of his stupid ass didn't think of revenge before? Because <laughs> Wendy has to bring it up to him in order for him to. Oh yeah, that's a good point, nigga. That's why you're on Earth now to avenge your spirit there to avenge your mother's death and your death, you idiot. But oh, I don't like the fact they gave him shorts and a t-shirt. And they made his nose wrong. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Do you think really Harvey would have sued if they <laughs> if if they had to say, "Oh, he's too close to Casper"? <laughs> Come on, <laughs> I don't I don't like that. But he said, uh, "Wowie zowie, oh, make way, Wendy, here I go." And then he goes to go get revenge. But I don't like the revenge is, is not sweet enough in here. You just see one panel of. Uh, Casper coming to do the dashboard of his dad's car where he's driving the car with the new wife and he just says I'm the ghost of your murdered son come back to seek revenge daddy and the dad, and the dad is so shocked with the new girlfriend in, uh, in the car and she's got some big bazonga <laughs> and they just fly off the cliff you know they're driving and he's so and Casper and Wendy laugh at them and, and oh, okay, it's not over yet. I forgot about this part. The car is crashed, it's on fire. The girlfriend is just crushed up under the car because the car flipped upside down with her legs sticking out. But the father is still alive trying to, to crawl out. Help! I'm burning! I'm burning up! And the ghost of Casper pulls him out. Don't worry, Daddy. I'm not going to let you die yet. I got plans for you. You made me suffer. You gotta suffer like me and mom did, and then Wendy <laughs> makes a bunch of knives appear out of it anywhere, and that's hilarious. <sighs> this is a Tales of the Crypt story, not <laughs> a magazine story. And then Casper and her is walking away happy, smiling. Gee, thanks, Wendy. I feel better already. I really needed that. Any any time, old buddy. Now, where will it be? Now, what does this mean? Now, where will it be tonight? Your place or mine? Because Casper's going to fuck her. <laughs> now you got an episode called The Entity, the the the, the Casper version. They're too young. First of all, she's a little girl. They're both yes, little- <laughs> but she wants it, obviously. He's a ghost. She says, your place or mine. So there you go. Why they had to add that? Why they had to add? Think <laughs> of uh, underage fucking uh, no, adolescents. No, not even that. Toddler fucking. Okay, I say they maybe they're eight years old. That's uh. But he's a ghost, so it doesn't really count. <laughs> Unless they're doing like the ghost did Barbara Hershey in that movie, and just or uh, oh, I can't think of any other ghost that fucked people. Because uh, I was going to say the Invisible Man in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, but that doesn't count. He's he's about to ghost rape this girl. It's not rape. She's willing. She's a little whore. No, she's underage, so it's statutory rape. And he's probably an old ghost. Just try to prosecute <laughs> a ghost. That's true. And actually, he probably can't be that old because his dad looks around the same age when he killed him. So, 
Yeah, out of one, what what scale do we do? Ten or five? Well, I'd say ten out of one to ten. What do you give this? I give the story an eight for the great funny violence and the fact Casper's gonna get to nail Wendy at the end. Um. I wonder why you gave it just an eight. You seem like like every single thing in this comic book. Why only an eight? It was too short. It was <laughs> like four pages long. It's a humor magazine that has a bunch of five pages. I just counted. That's too short. What's this, how many pages are supposed to be in a humor magazine variety magazine? At least eight. They got other shit. They they, they had to dedicate their. Pages to. Anyway, I can't believe this. All the everything else in this magazine sucked, though. I give it a seven or eight, and that's our show for this. Well, that's the first part of our crazy magazine review. We're going to do another crazy magazine next episode, and I want to thank you guys for joining me for another episode of Doom. As of the time that I released this episode. I hadn't had a show for like a month or so. So I want to thank y'all for hanging in there, coming back to the show. I had a lot of things on my plate, but uh, hopefully the, you know, the show will be back in full swing again. All right. Until next time, peace. Oh, check out the Doom website, doomcast.blogspot.com, and uh, check out the Doom Facebook page and Doom iTunes. It's all on the Doom website. Uh, Once again, I'll see you guys next time. Peace out.